0: Welcome, everybody. Hey, it's the Jupiter Rising Show. Hey, hey, ho, ho, hee, hee. Okay, now that I've got that out of my system, uh, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And uh, I'm an Eileen Grimes, astrologer. I don't have a co-host, but I've got Winnie here today. Can we, We'll pull Winnie up right now here. Hello, Win-
1: world, I'm back. How are you? <laughs> and then, by the way, Eileen, you're right. It's the Jupiter Rising Show, not hee hawk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I got it. All right. So anyway, Winnie's going to be my sidekick today with our guest, Mr. Mitchell Lewis, who was a fabulous astrologer. He is from New York. And um, he's going to be talking about the economy plus a little astrology thrown in. So uh, we're going to be doing that today. And, it, and we won't be having a celebrity of the week because we're just going to jump right into the situation or into um, the thing with uh, him what's his name Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> look come yep, on he excuse me folks it really is yeah <laughs> come on brain let's work oh well anyway so we're gonna jump right in right after this break we're gonna bring him on and have him start talking about the economy because he is an economic an economical astrology. Astrologer, I tell you, get my brain, get my mouth back in, please. Anyway, it's going to be fun because you know we were just talking before we came on, and you guys are getting along great, so (laughs) it's not a problem. So anyway, um, you both are on Zoom today, which is really great. Um, Ever since our studio decided to go to the Zoom route, is so much better than the phone. It really is. So, it really, really is. So anyway, it's really great to have you today, Winnie.
1: Oh, thank you, my friend. I'm so glad to be
0: back. Oh, me too. Me too. Anyway, so, um, yeah, we're going to tell you what, we're going to take a break right now. And then we're going to bring on Mitch. and, And we'll have him be talking about the economy. So, anyway, it is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
2: talk radio that will get you thinking alternative talk 1150
0: and welcome back to the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio and now let's bring on mr mitchell lewis here mitchell lewis how are you
2: i'm great eileen how you doing
0: i'm good it's so good to have you on today Really is, and along with Winnie, you two are already getting along really, really well already. <laughs>
2: See, we're going out for coffee later.
0: <laughs> There's the sound effects.
1: I love it. Hey, I've always wanted to go to the Big Apple. That would be really cool.
2: Well, yeah. come on down. We could use new, more people. They're all moving out.
0: Oh yeah, oh. I bet yeah Oh, it's
2: on i've I, no not since the 70s have we seen something like this. yeah
0: it's a mass I heard migration too, that
1: california a lot of the people there are moving away from california because the taxes are so bad yeah. well, they're,
2: they're also then also defense. half the state is on fire yeah that's true well, too well
1: yeah that too i mean i'm sure that has a lot to do with it but i also heard that they're moving to Cal- texas because the taxes are, are a lot less
2: yeah oh, well that's interesting Look, there's migrations in this country often yeah and historically one of the things that i do is is a lot of it i'm i'm among other things what we call a mundane astrology that's right that means a world events mm-hmm. and i do a lot of lecturing about the stock market because i was on the floor of the mercantile exchange for about 12 years and i traded i, I, I called myself an astro economist cool. and uh I, I do a great deal of work with this and especially these days people want to know what to do what should i do with my retirement fund um and I, I just for your for the edification of your of your listeners because we are talking about economics uh i made a lot of predictions through the years i don't make a lot of predictions i predict very infrequently but most of my predictions come true i'm not one of these astrologers who throws a lot of stuff against the wall and whatever sticks that's what i claim to have done but i predicted the crash of 08 more than a year in advance within a week of its occurrence yeah Uh, along with the the rise and fall of oil prices and so on and so forth. So this is what I do a great deal of. And uh, I'm I'm asked to lecture a lot about the economy. And because we're in the shape that we're in right now, to some extent, of course, because of the pandemic, I mean, this is what set it off. But uh, for many reasons, we are uh, at a threshold right now. We're, We're at a precipice where either we are going to fall right into the chasm or we are going to pull ourselves out. And to give you guys an idea of of history, some of the times that this has occurred, of course, one of the most famous that we all know about is the Great Depression of the 1930s. But we've had crashes and recessions and depressions ever since the inception of America. Uh, There was a great crash of 1819. For example, that was a combination of reasons. One of the, one of the reasons was because of the, of the War of 1812. Mm. And the War of 1812 is what put America on the map. Before oh. that, we were an upstart country. And after the War of 1812, we started to get a little bit of respect. And we were uh, exporting a great deal of our, of our product, especially agricultural product to Europe. And we overexpanded. And the banks were lending anybody money that wanted it. Sound familiar? And uh, what happened was in 1819 there was a major crash, and we had another one in 1873, and then in the 1920s after the First World War, you know, we look at this pandemic and everybody looks back at 18 at 1918 and says, "Well, you know, this is the same thing." And in some ways it is, of course. Um, and if you look at the at the uh, at the Dow or the New York Stock Exchange's chart. Uh, which I use. I use a lot of PowerPoint, which we're not doing visuals today. So I'm not going to do that, of course. Um, But it looks like the stock market goes up and it does about 80% of the time. But when you divide the chart of the Dow into 20 year segments, you get a much clearer picture of the ups and the downs that happen and the volatility in our economy. And remember, as people have been saying lately, a lot more, the stock market is not the economy. The stock market is an indicator only of the stock market. For example, beginning of the First World War, the stock market went down. Obviously, war broke out, it was a major war, all the European nations were involved, and the leaders of most of the European nations, by the way, were all related through Queen Victoria. They were all cousins. And so they had family problems besides everything else. And the stock market goes down at the beginning of the war and then it climbs right back up again because war is very good for the economy. Uh, It's not very good for people, animals and things like that, but it's very good for the economy. And then at the end of the war, everybody came home from the trenches in France carrying the influenza epidemic with them. And 50 million people died in about six or eight months. And the stock market, drops again because of the pandemic and within a year it starts this tremendous bull run that runs all the way up to 1929 wow and in 1929 of course you've all heard of the crash of 29 it was in october it was black monday and the stocks dropped precipitously causing a the what was the beginning of the depression but nobody knew it at the time right what happened immediately after that crash is the stocks go back up again Mm -hmm. They try to recover, and they can't quite do it because the psychological effect of that crash was devastating. Mm In 1931, there was a second crash that was five times deeper. Mm. That was the bottom. After that, the stocks went up until 1937 in what they call the Roosevelt Recession of 1937-38, when uh, the Republicans regained control of the House. They demanded that Roosevelt uh balance the budget and that created a massive recession that took until world war ii to get us out of and again war is good for the economy so the stocks went back up wow so we look at what's happening today and we have this pandemic uh, and uh, if you if you're paying attention, not everybody's got the patience, frankly, these days, especially to to watch too much news, because it makes you nuts. Between <laughs> yes, the election, does, the pandemic, everything else. Oh, my God. You know, Rachel Maddow. I used to date Rachel on a regular basis. I'd have a beer. <laughs> I'd watch her show. I haven't got the patience anymore. I can't, <laughs> I can't listen to it anymore. Um, but what they're talking about, they, you know, they, they refer to different kinds of recoveries. For example, when this pandemic first hit, they referred to the recovery as a V-shaped recovery. It went straight down into March and April, and then it turned around, and the stocks went straight up. Okay. But it's not a V recovery. It's what they're referring to as a K recovery. K? The people with a lot of money are getting rich, Mm -hmm. and everybody else is falling right into the dumper.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And so, you know, we're at a very precipitous place I think that's the right term uh, in our society where, of course, the results of this election are going to have a major effect on what happens economically, but we have to, we, we have to change our system radically or we are facing a, well, in, in any case, in my opinion, we are facing a very long recession. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are about to have Saturn and Jupiter enter Aquarius right and Saturn's been in Capricorn for two and a half years so this is a major shift
0: mm-hmm. in
2: our economics and Saturn rules the banks rules the housing market um
0: now when does it go into Aquarius again
2: uh in in, in uh, December it, oh, okay. it inched its way in uh, last l- this past few months uh in in the summer but it was a temporary entrance it was a, a fake out uh-huh. and now it, now it's going in there for the
1: I think we just lost Mitchell for a second. I think it's time for a break, Sorry. though.
0: Hello. Oh, okay. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, good. Okay, Winnie, are you there?
1: I'm always here.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> How about okay. we take a quick yeah, break? Yeah, we need and to take a sure break anyway.
0: That was really a good signal, you know. A break broke for us, even though we didn't know about it. Okay, so anyway, we're going to be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to newprosupplements.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, October 25th, it's Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald on Animal World, educating, entertaining, and uplifting the human animal. This month, Kevin's invited Natasha Venter, medium, communicator, and personal awareness coach, to join him. And that's good news for you, because she'll be doing readings. Remember your dance and shoes for Love Train. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150.
2: Walking your talk? Take us with you. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Yay. And we just had a little bit of a glitch just before we went off the air there. And, you know... It's Mercury retrograde, folks. What else would we expect? So, anyway, let's bring back on our guest, Mr. Mitchell Lewis, and my co host, Winnie. Hey, you guys. (laughs) Are you there? We're all here. Oh, good! Glad to hear it. Anyway, by so- the
2: way, I do tend to to ramble on. So if you guys have questions or comments, please oh,
0: you were good, good rambling, rambling there. I mean, okay. excellent <laughs> rambling. So you know, <laughs>
2: well, I have, I have, <laughs> have a and quick and Question
1: Eelkin. for you, Mitch.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I have a quick question for you. Do you uh, ever do you ever listen to Warren Buffett?
2: Yeah, I listen to everybody. I mean, I you know I I I. I compartmentalize my time, Winnie. Uh, I'm an astrologer I'm also a musician most of my life and I and I write novels. So I need to find time. in fact I have a, a murder mystery series about an astrologer detective who made his fortune trading oil. He owns a big townhouse. he occasionally invites me over for dinner but yeah you know. and, uh, and I pay attention to CNBC uh, and I, I, I listen to Warren Buffett and I'll tell you something funny. I have uh, a couple of clients uh, who are very big in the business, left over from my, my years uh, on the floor. And uh, some of them are immensely wealthy, and they, they, you know, and, and they use my, my uh, work for different reasons. And Warren Buffett and one of my uh, uh, clients, a, a few of the people who are huge in the money business, didn't go back into the stocks when mm. they bottomed out. in march and april Mm -hmm. so warren buffett missed that entire run up now i'm not crying for him i think he can afford to buy a piece of broccoli yeah but uh you know when you when you think about things like that you say well i mean if somebody as big as warren buffett missed that run up uh why yeah is it astrology is it that he was busy playing with his new you know cocker spaniel puppy that he got who knows
0: Oh, does it have a new cocker spaniel (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i'm sorry i divert with puppies (laughs) i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) um
2: but the point is is that is that uh when when we're dealing with uh uh things like like the stock market Mm -hmm. or the economy in general um People, we used to say in, in the commodities business, if you're right half the time, you should be making a fortune. Right. Not every, nobody's going to be right all the time. Right. When I was trading, I found my astrological work, which is what my foundation was, because I knew nothing about the markets when I went up there. I learned a great deal, of course, through the years. Yeah. But uh, if, I, if you're wrong, you get the hell out of the trade. Right. If you're right, you push it. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be people, some of the biggest economists in the world, uh, Paul Tudor Jones and people like this, very famous traders who are going to be wrong about markets are going to miss out. They didn't buy Tesla. They didn't buy Microsoft, whatever it was. But there's an old saying, money comes to money. Mm-hmm. When you have money, you can make money. When you're worried about paying your electric bill and you don't have rent and you can't, you know, you're used to eating almost every day, you know, it, it, it's very difficult to invest in things. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the economy today, when, when I do shows like yours or or I'm doing lectures or whatever it is um, or webinars, my goal is two things. One is to educate the listeners to give them uh, some, some information that maybe can help their lives, make their lives a little bit better. Not, I'm not going to tell you what stocks to buy or sell. That's not my job. I'm not going to handle your retirement fund. I don't do that anymore. I don't want to get a Series 7 license and go through all of the rigmarole. But I do want to give people an idea of, of when to get out. I did a whole series of lectures up and down the East Coast at the end of uh, 2019 warning about the coming uh, crash I did not predict the pandemic I wasn't looking for it but I knew what was going to happen in the stock market because okay that's where I aimed most of my attention okay and uh, and I got quite a number of emails from people thank God I saw you in Philadelphia or in Boston or Connecticut and saw your lecture and I got out of my stocks and my husband and I are so happy we saved our retirement fund but then they didn't know to get back in oh, okay so it's not a simple thing. I can tell you, you should be getting out of the stocks because they're going to take a big tumble and they do. Mm-hmm. And when the stock market crashes, what do you think rich people do? They yeah. buy it. Yeah, right. That's it's a bargain. Right. Of course.
0: Buy low, sell but, high.
2: Right. But it's the middle class who get frightened. They look at their 401ks and go, oh my God, I'm yeah. going to lose everything. And they get out at the worst possible time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you know, you it's, can... it's interesting because I've been listening to these guys that are on the radio on the way home from the show. And they're both, these two shows are both about, you know, financial and all that kind of stuff. And they're talking about how the market is so overextended, you know, that, that who's putting all this money into the stock market to keep it afloat? The, the, the feds? feds are doing that. Yeah, that's right. You know, and I thought, why the heck are they doing that for, you
2: know? They're doing it for two reasons, I mean. One is to keep, trying and get Trump reelected ah uh, it's very important you got to understand yeah. that that's all that you know i i don't want to get too political here because you have listeners who you know are on both sides and, and i don't care oh up in this part
0: of the world it's mostly biden <laughs>
2: well and in, in, in my world it's it is too but but the point isn't to to uh pick a side right but to but to look at it realistically mm-hmm. donald trump ran his entire campaign on the economy Mm-hmm. That it's we have a great economy and it's his you know doing, which is nonsense. Of course, of course. yeah, right. Um, but if the stock market is going down, then he has nothing to talk about. Right. So they have been pouring hundreds of billions of dollars into the markets, mm-hmm. partially, like I said, to get him reelected, but also to prevent a crash. Mm-hmm. The recovery that I talked about before, the so-called K-recovery, You know, if you do if you do listen to these shows, you understand that billionaires in this country have made a fortune since this pandemic broke out.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: It's the working people. It's the restaurant owners. It's the bodega owners. It's the people who, you know, were struggling. They're getting killed.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, look at what happened in the in in the in the Great Depression of the 1930s. People were eating each other. Yeah. They were living in cardboard boxes and the stock market went up for six years.
0: Yeah, right.
2: So, oh. you know, again, money comes to money. If you have money, you make money. Yeah. Is so just... how
1: long do you think that we're going to go through this economy issue? And when do you think it's going to start?
2: Well, it started. Yeah.
0: It
1: started looking,
2: you know, if it, Winnie, if I walk through New York City, there are, I mean, hundreds of closed stores. Yeah.
1: Well, I know it's bad. I know a lot of the malls are closing down, things like that around here. I get that. But I mean, is it going to continue on a level plane or is it going to drop? Is, well, is are you better? talking about the
2: stocks or are you talking about the economy itself? economy. Okay. <laughs> this is what I think is going This now, this is how I'm reading it. And this is, you know, an opinion but uh, an educated opinion having done this for many years. Uh, if Biden wins, or I should say when Biden wins. Yes, yeah, thank I'm you. Pretty sure that he's going to win. And yeah. I've been predicting that for more than a year, even before he won the nomination. Yeah. I was lecturing and predicting it based on his chart and Bernie's chart and Elizabeth Warren's chart and all the rest of them went through yeah, this whole right. you know, thing. And all, all this is available, I think, on my website, but whatever, anyway. Uh, when Biden wins, if the Democrats also have the Senate and the House, then he will have the freedom to make certain changes. Um, the first thing that I think he should do, or one of the first things I think he should do, is reverse that unbelievably crooked tax cut of a trillion and a half dollars right that went to the corporations and to billionaires
0: oh yes that would be the take the that thing. money back instantly yeah
2: change the now you you don't want to put corporations out of business that doesn't do anybody any good because most people work for corporations right but why should i be paying more taxes not only than the president of the united states
0: Not 750 dollars
2: yeah but then amazon or google
0: yeah right
2: What, are you kidding me? Honestly? So things have to be reversed. They have to be changed. Yeah. And the Republican Party. Remember, you know, we use these terms, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. They change. Mm -hmm. Richard Nixon today would be to the left of center.
0: Yeah. Yes, he would. And so would Bush.
2: Yes. Exactly. Think think about that. Yes, I and have. How rapidly things change. Mm-hmm. So, using terms like liberal, Republican, Democrat, you're this, you're that. I mean, come on, that, that's that's tribalism.
0: Yeah, it is.
2: But, Winnie, to try and answer your question, this is what I think is going to happen. Our economy is holding on by a thread right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that they are not pushing through another stimulus package is criminal. Yeah. Some people blame the Democrats. Some people blame the Republicans. I don't even want to get into it. I think it it's just shows the dysfunction of our government. Yeah. Um, and in order, and, and again, in order to push that through, what Roosevelt did when he took over in 1932 was everybody's screaming, oh, there's no money, there's no money. And he said, well, you know what? We're going to print more money. Oh. And we are going to put millions of people to work. And he did, wow! By creating the Tennessee Valley Authority and all of the different w- rules that he did, you know, down south during the uh, before before Roosevelt, they didn't have electricity in half the southern states. Right. One of the states now still has on its license plate—I forget which state it is—electricity in every county.
0: Wow, cool! Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, it is.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. left over from the thirties.
0: Wow. <laughs> So I have a question here real quick. Um, with all the money that uh, the Fed has been pumping into the stock market, <laughs> basically to keep old Trump afloat, um, if they pull that out, you know, and put it into, obviously they're doing that for him. And, uh, but they're already doing
2: it. I, no, wait, Eileen, they, I also made the point that oh. they're doing it to prevent a massive crash.
0: Okay, right. Okay, sorry, I left that out. but it's okay. Uh, I, but... What happens if you know, Biden wins and that source of income or for him or anything else is gone? Where is that going to be put, that money?
2: Well, first of all, the, the, the concept of money today is is an illusion at best.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm
2: getting ready to do uh, a lecture for the NCGR, National Conf- uh, Conference for Geocentric Research, one of the astrology groups. They asked me to lecture on the economy right. uh, in a couple of weeks. And so I've been doing a lot of work on things like the gold standard. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying we're going back on the gold standard. Well, that's a- an absolute impossibility. yeah, Because the gold standard, one of the problems with the gold standard was that it limited the amount of money that a government could make, could create. Okay. Because it had to be backed by gold. We yes, also used I, to be I on the silver standard.
0: Yeah. Right. There's only now a limited if, amount if they, of that. So,
2: Well, the gold would have to be a million dollars an ounce. Yeah. <laughs> in, in order to, to to pay for all the money we've created. Okay. So we've created, you know, we're playing Monopoly. We're all playing the same game where we just agree. We could agree, you know, play Monopoly where the dollar bills are now worth $1,000. Okay. And the 500 bills are worth a half a million dollars Uh because it's all a game. So we keep creating more and more and more money. But the money isn't backed by anything.
0: Right, right.
2: So what what Joe Biden's going to have to do in his administration, if they want to pull us out of this mess is they're going to have to spend like a drunken sailor. Uh-huh. He is going to have to put together an infrastructure bill of $2 trillion, wow. which will create high paying jobs for millions of Americans. Right. They will go to work rebuilding our bridges and tunnels. You know, New York has two tunnels going out to New Jersey, the Holland Tunnel and the Lincoln Tunnel. Right. The, I- when, when Sandy, Hurricane Sandy hit, it flooded those tunnels. Oh, wow. And we need a third tunnel built, which was going well, I, to be built until Christie, who was governor of New Jersey at the time, vetoed it. Uh huh. And about thirty percent of American economy, of the entire economy, mm-hmm. goes through those tunnels.
0: Right. Yeah. New and
2: England I, into the mid, you know, Atlantic states, and all the rest of it.
0: I would imagine those tunnels are completely in disrepair, too. Oh, they're,
2: and they're so old. And they're I mean, so please. old.
0: And our, all of, of our highways around here are just, they're terrible. Right. Most of them. And you're,
2: fr- you're frightened to go across a bridge and pray that you get there alive. Yeah,
0: that's basically it.
2: Yes. Right. So we need a massive, massive infrastructure uh, yeah. bill, which will create jobs, which right. will create income. And then people will go out and buy stuff. Yes. And, you know, while we are certainly entering into, you know, Uh, of the Aquarian age slowly it takes hundreds of years really to get into an age but we are moving into it and uh and more and more people are buying everything online yeah so all the stores are closing
0: yeah that's true macy's
2: may survive because they're run by some very smart people and they're shutting down hundreds of their stores and they're going uh, online
0: i used to work for macy's years ago and um they were really well structured they were even though they were kind of it's a it's a Scorpio company. So what do you expect? Right. You know, right. but, you know, who's being treated fairly to compare to whom? You know, so uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, though the the uh, Macy's and there's still, but we basically have almost no Macy's now here at all in this area, and the store that I worked at closed about a year ago. So.
2: Well, they're all they're all you know, J.C. Penney's, Lord and Taylor, Bonwit Teller's, on and on and on, one yeah. after another after another. Right,
0: exactly. Listen, I've got to take a break really quick here. Okay. Let me take a break, and we'll be right back here with this wonderful discussion. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Barrelful of Monkeys. And this is Barrelful of Monkeys Productions with Matt Shea. Matt Shea, who is a writer, who started a new venture, The Barrelful of Monkeys Productions, which will be a collection of Matt's writings in mini-audiobook form. Our first audiobook is out now and only $5, so you can order it at mattsheabooks.net. In the meantime, you can browse Matt's updated and redesigned website. And now there's a free audio book with the site, too. It's called Judge Wong. Okay, and Matt would love to hear from you and promise to answer any or all who contact him. You can write to him at his personal email address at workinmatt7, or W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com. And don't forget his website at www.mattsheabooks.net.
2: On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome Matt Shea, who chronicles the haunted history of the PNW. He's on hand Halloween Eve with great ghost stories.
0: On Saturday, we are hosting a virtual Halloween party, so put on your costume and dancing shoes as we play DJs
2: for a day. Bringing you fascinating talk one hour at a time since 2007.
0: We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150.
2: Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. And with me today is Mr. Mitchell Lewis, astrologer from New York, and also my co-host, Winnie. Welcome back, Hello. guys. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So,
1: okay, so I got a question. Now, you brought up something, and we kind of got off track. You said... Um, something about when we went to war, the economy boosted again. So, do you actually see something maybe that happening in twenty twenty one?
2: What going to war?
1: Yeah, going to war and the economy changing, or because there's
2: so much yeah,
1: talk fine. about that kind of stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, of course. I mean, I, you know, if I mean, if you go online, Facebook and Instagram and all the rest of this, you're going to hear. All kinds of opinions, very often not necessarily based in reality, but we need to answer your question, both questions. This is what I think is going to happen to the economy, because we did get sidetracked. Throughout history going all the way back to the tulip bulb bubble of the 1600s. (laughs) I mean, this is what I do. This is what I do in lectures. It's it's, it's funny, but people love it. It's great. You know, history. Oh, they learn a little something. (laughs) And they go home at Thanksgiving and they talk about the great, you know, the South Sea bubble of Britain. You know, whatever. Um, One of the recurring configurations is hard aspect between Saturn Mm -hmm. and the outer planets. Yes. Uranus, Neptune, and Jupiter—I mean, and Pluto—but usually it is Uranus. And in February we have a Saturn-Uranus square.
1: Eek.
2: And I have been predicting for over, uh, well, for quite some time. I've been telling my my business clients, in particular, prepare for this. Have you know if you're rich, have money on the sidelines so you can buy it when Apple drops down to eighty dollars a share or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but for my clients, depending on their age. If you're 25, do nothing. Leave your money in your retirement fund. Stock mm-hmm. market's going to come back. If it doesn't, it's not going to matter cuz the world's over. But <laughs> it always comes back. But if you're 65 and you might need that money and you might, you know, can't afford to wait 5 years for the for the stock market to recover and your 401k to recover, then you might be smart to put some of your money into cash. And if I'm right, we're going to have a pretty big dip. Look, there's an old saying that's attributed to Voltaire. God is a comedian playing to an audience that's too afraid to laugh. <laughs> and whether Voltaire said it or not, I always love the quote. Well, that was really cool. And right after inauguration, ha, 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 we, it looks like we're going to have, uh, that the bottom may fall out of the stock market. Now, right. maybe because this pandemic doesn't go away. Yeah. And it continues to grow and it's, you know, piggybacks on the flu and God only knows and nobody can leave the house. Yeah. And the only people that are making money are Amazon and, you know, yeah. and people who make toilet paper and paper towels. Yeah. Um, but even if that's the case, uh, it just, you know, I mean, assuming again that the Democrats take over. Uh, You know, if you look at the at the history of it, when there is a Democratic president, the economy does much better Mm -hmm. than when there's a Republican president throughout history. And it's hard to convince people that, oh, no, I heard different. Well, do some homework and you'll see that that's true. Right. Um, And I I expect that if, you know, if Trump gets a second term, that, you know, you can, you know kiss you you know what goodbye i mean it it it's just the economy is going to tank like nobody's business
0: yeah it is
2: and you know again without getting into the politics of it which is difficult these days especially you know with two weeks to go before this election um donald trump could do a great deal of damage between election day and inauguration day
0: yeah he could he's
2: already planning it he's planning to break apart the federal government yeah uh he's going to fire thousands and thousands of of workers who are career government workers and of course it's going to go to court chances are pretty good they'll be able to stop a lot of it but he's going to do a lot of damage and uh i don't know that he's going to necessarily start a war because frankly you know when nixon was was finished the uh uh, uh the secretary of war I believe it was, called up the Pentagon and said to them, whatever the president tells you to do, ignore it. Wow. Don't do it. Yeah. Because they knew that he was losing his mind and he knew he was tumbling. And And uh, for the few months before he finally resigned, they were told not to follow his orders. <clears throat> now, we don't know what, what would happen here. <clears throat> but... I don't see a massive war
0: mm-hmm. on the
2: horizon. We always have a war somewhere.
0: Yeah,
2: Aber- a- 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 Azerbaijan and and Albania. I mean, not Albania. Um, uh, I, I forget what the countries are. There's so many of them. Uh, you know, Iran, Syria. There's there's always something going on. Um, so there could be minor wars, but you know, the Vietnam War was one of the most devastating things America has ever experienced Mm -hmm. because it was pretty much us. Yeah. We were, we were the main force there. It wasn't, there was a coalition. There were some Brits and there were some Australians and there was some whatever, but it was mostly us. And it fueled uh, a period of inflation that like we've never seen before Mm -hmm. during the seventies. You could get twelve percent interest on your checking account.
0: Wow, <laughs>
2: That's think about amazing. that!
0: Yeah, would not wow. be
2: great to sit home and get twelve percent interest, and you know. But of course, you know, you didn't know from one day to the next what a loaf of bread was going to cost and what right. was going to, you know, explode. Right, and we and we were really on the verge of becoming essentially a, a banana republic, a third world country, whatever. Um, and they pulled it in. In fact, uh, as I show in in my lecture, from the last time that Saturn opposed Uranus, Saturn opposed Uranus in 2008, Mm -hmm. right on the New York Stock Exchange's Mars, which is why I started to predict more than a year in advance that we were going to have a major crash. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last time that Saturn opposed Uranus happened to be in exactly the opposite signs of the opposition in 2008, and that was in 1965 to 1967. And the stock market closed in 1982, exactly where it was in 1965.
0: Wow. No growth.
2: It was wow. it, no growth at all. Wow. They tr- it tried to make a new high four or five times, failed every single time. I wow. love, I love using that chart when I'm doing the lectures, people go, Oh my God, it's great. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> and yeah.
2: it is, it's fascinating, you know, and you look at the history of this stuff. And so, Whenever there's a hard aspect between Saturn and Uranus, the stock market is shaky. Let's use yeah. that term.
0: Yeah, I would believe it. Yeah. And
2: very often it, it, uh, it, it is a crash. So I, I'm, you know, I, I have money in the stock market and I have my investments and in whatnot. And I'm, I'm heavily invested in some marijuana stocks because and in fact after uh uh Camilla harris said that you know joe biden's probably going to legalize marijuana uh, my stocks went through the roof <laughs> i couldn't be happier yeah right um but i also recognize that the market could take a serious tumble yeah,
0: anytime and you're around the election i'm sorry when are you saying that's going to happen approximately after the election
2: i think it's going to happen after the election okay
1: well just to say you know um our stocks, if you look back, they always go crazy around the election. I don't care who's going in, it always does that. Yeah. And that's just, and you know, we have um, we have a financial person who puts uh, who handles our stock stuff. And when I talked to them, they actually said that they've learned a lot, not just them, but many companies. If you have a good, reputable, comfortable company, company you put your stocks with into, um, they have a, what's it called a cap right. to where if your stocks drop, they caps it. It doesn't make you lose a lot of your money anymore. Okay. So you, whoever has money in the stock market, and you go through a reputable company, not just some guy named Jack on the phone, okay? You need to check and find out what your cap is at, because everybody has different levels of caps of where it stops it, so you don't lose your livelihood.
2: Yeah, right. Those are those are those are called uh, stopouts. And uh, you can put your stop in any stock, in any commodity, wherever you want it to. And assuming that it's not what they call a fast market, you will get stopped out if the price goes through your strike, through where you have it. But once that happens, you no longer own that stock.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Right, right. So you have to then decide to buy it back after that. And uh, while the markets do tend to get volatile around election days, the stock market's volatile quite a lot. Yeah. Um, what, we're, what I'm looking at here isn't the volatile market, which I do expect at the election. I'm looking at the, a potential crash.
0: Yeah.
2: Now, how long that crash will last? Well, there's another chart that I like to look at which shows all of the how long it took for the markets to recover. In 1905, there was a, a, a recession. It took 19 years mm. for the stocks to come back to again. In wow. the Depression, it took 25 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. In the 70s, the period I was just talking about, it took 16 years. Wow. But the crash of 08 only took six years.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Now, Warren Buffett said that the one thing that, you know, be really careful, you know when we're going to go into a crash, because like I said, I like to follow him, you know. He said that when you see the larger companies start filing bankruptcy or the banks, that's when you need to worry. He says, as long as the big corporations are not having to file for bankruptcies, because you know, even though they are making all the money, they are the ones keeping us afloat. Yeah. So it's like, he said, if they're, if they're having problems, you know, then that's when you need to start worrying.
2: Right. In 2008, the only company that declared bankruptcy was Lehman Brothers. Okay. And it went out of business, and it shocked the entire world. But that that crash was based on the mortgage industry. They were giving mortgages for a $750,000 house for a family that made $35,000 a year.
0: Yeah, wow. They
2: were then packaging them and selling them as securities it was the most it was the biggest con game in the history i mean in the last 50 years and other countries were buying those quote unquote securities wow. and after 08 ireland iceland and then what they call pigs portugal italy spain all went on the verge of bankruptcy Because of the mortgages, the banks were were kept afloat, uh, but we had no indication except from Lehman Brothers that that was going to happen.
0: Okay, I have to to interrupt. I'm sorry. I I have to interrupt really quick. We've got to take a break. I, I hate having to do that i hate to interrupt hey, you people. gotta
2: sell stuff you know
0: <laughs> i know yeah we gotta sell stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> work it, I mean, work it.
0: <laughs> yeah work it baby work it anyway so we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back here with the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. And as we know, Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we are nearing retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we need to have affordable supplemental coverage that takes care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help you get the best coverage. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will save you money. So now, right now, is the open enrollment period time. It started on the 15th of October, ends on December 7th. So between now and December 7th, you need to get with somebody who can help you enroll for Medicare or if you want to change the existing medical plan. So you can do that during that through the whole enrollment period time. Contact Susan today to set up your appointment. She will get you all set up. So if you need more information, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at american com. Alternative Talk
2: 1150 online at 1150kknw.com.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is our last segment with Mr. Mitchell Lewis. And we've been talking about everything today. I feel like we're one of those shows that comes on K- King or whatever it is at the end during the afternoon. This I always listen to that stuff on the way home. So anyway, where were we? We were talking. What was your question, Winnie, that you asked?
1: about the economy and the big corporations
2: and all that good stuff. Okay. Winnie, here's the, here's the thing. Very often see people like Warren Buffett, they, they've got their finger on the pulse of the world. They know what's happening before you and I get to know it. And sometimes by the time you know what's going on, it's too late.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. This is one of the reasons why we use astrology. Yeah. Look, there's an uh, there's a saying that's attributed to J.P. Morgan, although I have some questions as to whether he actually said it. But the saying is, millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires do. Yes. And I personally have been able to predict some rather remarkable things, not just economically, I also predicted 9-11, but whatever, you know, a lot of things uh, through the years. But economically... I was able to see the top of the dot-com bubble many months in advance. And I begged – I had a friend of mine who, who you know, he lives in a, in a, a rent-controlled apartment to walk up and he's had an old car and and he had a million and a half dollars in his account. Wow. And I begged him to sell it. I said, get out. That's your, you can retire in that. You can invest that money and live the rest of your life. He refused to do it. He wound up having to sell his car for margin call. Wow. So people are going to listen to what they're going to listen to. They're going to trade the way they want to trade. And because I was on the floor, I was dealing with traders who had done this a lot, many more years than I had. But the astro- I started to get a reputation up there. And so people would come over to me and say to me, well, you know, what do you think of cotton? What do you think of of Deutschmarks? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? We used to have a, a, a every year... Um, they, they had a trade that they called the Purim trade. Purim is a Jewish holiday that takes place in the spring. And the reason why that was that it was in cotton, it was because Venus rules cotton, rules the trading of cotton. Mm-hmm. And Venus tends to go into Libra, one of the signs that it rules, right around Purim. So mm-hmm. all of the traders, whether they were Jewish or not, would come up to me and say, when's the Purim trade? <laughs> when's the <laughs> Purim trade? And they would go long cotton. And most of the years, cotton went up. And they made a lot of money. Wow. Um, so, you know, we we can't know. That's one of the reasons why I won't take the responsibility. Uh, you know, if you want to give me an account with $10 million in it, maybe I'll trade it for you. I don't want the responsibility of trading people's retirement fund. God forbid I'm wrong and I lose them some money. Yeah. With my money, if I'm wrong, it's my money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I got, a, I got a good question. So do you think if people, I'm just wondering, because, you know, people are the people and, you know, Every little bit we do to help boost our economy by putting in money helps the economy. So my question is, is that if if people get scared and start pulling their money out around the election time out of, let's say, out of the stocks or out of whatever, um, don't you think that might increase the fall into like, oh, my gosh, a lot quicker than if people just let things handle and, and let it ride out?
2: The truth is that the amount of money that, quote, unquote, people
1: are
2: going to pull out of the stock market doesn't come close to adding up to what one hedge fund
1: controls. Okay. Okay.
2: So, you know, we're not, you you know, certainly, yes, I mean, if a panic hits, that's something else. But there is so much money right now. We have created so much money. In the trillions and trillions of dollars. This is why when we start talking about and when people talk about bitcoins, you know, we don't have time to go through all of this. I consider bitcoins a terrible scam. Mm-hmm. No, I think me it's, too. I think me it's too. a con oh, game. Me, me like too.
1: You. I wouldn't yeah, know. I, I don't like those either. Right.
0: No,
2: but banks are starting to look at them and they may start doing their own uh, 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 blockchains. That's what right. Bitcoin is. Um, if... <clears throat> If, there, if a panic sets in, here's the problem. Stock market crashes. Mm-hmm. By the time you call your broker and say, get me out. Well, it's too he's late. He's got people with a with hundred times what you're invested. He's got to get them out first.
0: Yeah, right. By the
2: time you get out, you're, you're going to get out as the market is crumbling. Yeah. You'll get out at the worst possible time. Then you'll be frightened to get back in again this is why I use astrology as my triggers mm-hmm. I'm going to get I'm gonna be flat these stocks within a week you know mm-hmm. I I have a profit in there this year because I, I traded carefully mm-hmm. uh, the markets you know are totally t- terribly violent and, and volatile at the moment right. um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in that profit and I'm gonna wait and then if I like the way certain stocks trade I may I may hold on to one or two of the marijuana stocks because it's a long-term investment I think it's going to may take some time, but I think these, these stocks are going to go through the roof eventually mm-hmm. when they finally, you know, get their, you know what out of there, you know what? And they start <laughs> looking at marijuana and say, Oh my God, we could we could pay off the whole national debt with this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And so there are some stocks you hold on to, but I've been holding Macy's and JetBlue and a few other companies. Oh, because they've been so
0: suppressed. JetBlue is the great. Is
2: down so much.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: But if, if, uh, depending on what happens in the election yeah. and then what happens over the next two, three months afterwards, yeah. what, uh, you know, what, what the various players in this, in this comedy do. Uh, I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to lose all my money holding on to Macy's and then Macy's tumbles and goes down to 11 cents a share. Mm. So I'm, I'm very careful about my investments and I, 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 you know, but I, I expect a, uh, a drop, a precipitous drop. January, February, somewhere around there, right? If I'm wrong, it's okay, I can jump back into the stock market. But if I'm right, I'll have a lot of cash on the sideline that I can then buy stocks at a very repressed price.
0: Oh, That's great. That's great. Okay. You know, this has been wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's
2: my pleasure, Eileen. I always love doing your show. Oh,
0: that is so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Jupiter thank you. Rising, that's
2: my website. Oh, I you
0: know. know. So. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I didn't tell you, Winnie. When, when I went to go look for my website, you know, URL, I tried JupiterRisingShow.com. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch had it first. Oh, my fault. <laughs> I said, who has that? Oh, who's Mitch Lewis anyway? You know? <laughs> so anyway. Well, if anybody
2: wants to get in touch with me, it's it's jupiterrising.com or Mitch, yes, Mitch Astro. Yes, Mitch Astro.com.
0: That's right. Place. Exactly. And
2: uh, you know, take a look, you know, sign up for our yeah. free newsletter, et cetera.
0: That's great. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And we're gonna have you on again soon, as we always do. And you buy know, probably... my
2: murder mysteries. They're great fun. What's that? Oh, cool. Murder in the eleventh oh. house, death in the twelfth house, evil in the first house, Ooh. and soon to be released, Satan in the second house. Oh, oh. that sounds really
1: cool.
0: That sounds good. That's they're good. fun.
2: They're fun. They're fun books.
0: That's great. So, thank you so okay, much, guys. For-
2: great, Winnie. Great to meet you, Eileen. You great chatting you. with you again. Please great. keep yeah, in touch. I, to talk- I will. Oh, okay, great.
0: Definitely. Thank you so much. Okay, All right, guys. Be okay. well. Okay, okay. bye, bye. Bye. Okay. He's such a good guy.
1: Anyway. Yeah. Yes. A lot well, of knowledge. That was great. Doesn't
0: he have a lot? I mean, it's uh it's astounding what he's got up in his brain. Yeah, that
1: was that was good. That yeah. was really good.
0: Really, really good. So anyway. Okay, so um Winnie, why don't you give out your information where they can get a hold of you?
1: Okay. You can reach me at Winnie's Angels. It's W-Y-N-N-I-E-S-A-N-G-E-L-Z at Gmail.com. Okay. And tomorrow night we will be on Zoom and um come in costume if you want to attend just send me um info and I'll send you a link. That's right. Don't you have a pug head that you want to I have? do. I'm going to be a pug tomorrow. You're going to be a pug. I am. That's I'm so a pug. Sweet. I love I, I, I can
0: I love pugs. Uh, Mary Mary Beckman has a, has a pug. So they're awesome. So oh anyway. nice. Yeah, okay, and then you can get a hold of me at eileengrimes.com, or the show page is jupiterrisingshow.com. Jupiter okay, and next week, that's Halloween, we're going to have on Jackie Slevin, who is one of our favorite astrologers. She's going to talk about the election and all that good stuff. So anyway, this has been a really great show today, and I want to thank Winnie for being here. You're awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And we will see all of you next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.